All right, well, welcome to episode 13 of the Dewdrong Door podcast. Uh, this is the first actual, like, news and entertainment one we'll be releasing since the Like a month part. ago. Yeah, this is like a, a month ago. Uh, oh my god, Wesley's there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wesley lives with Jan now. It sucks. <laughs> um, he didn't say anything, he's just there in the background eating food because that's what he does that's about all i've seen him do <laughs> all right so the first matter of business the new game of thrones episode oh that show that i don't watch <laughs> literally the two people of this channel that don't watch it oh yeah oh perfect timing yeah yeah is it a big deal or something is it it's a particularly the big deal? season finale tonight oh okay that is a particularly big deal spoiler alert <laughs> I hope no one dies. <laughs> I hope the episodes don't start stop coming out every week. Oh, that would be the worst, wouldn't it? <laughs> It'd be worse than someone dying. You mean like real life? Uh, no, um, I meant like Game uh, of Thrones. Whole, but. What I was saying was like, oh, finally, people are going to stop talking about it for a few months. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. Nah, it's not going to stop. There's, there's no peace from this. Probably still going to be talking about it years after it's over. Unless it is a terrible ending, like How I Met Your Mother, which completely disappeared from pop culture. Oh, yeah. It was aborted. You know what we're going to do? conversation. To get people to stop talking about it? Hmm. We're going to stop talking about it right now. Because neither of us has anything you know, to contribute. You know what we can talk about? You know what? what's always a good topic of conversation? What's that, Tim? <laughs> we can talk about DC. Because that's always dick. a great thing to talk about. <laughs> so, Martin Scorsese going to produce an origin movie for The Joker. Now that, that, that at face value, that sounds like a good idea. But then, then you learn... Oh, they're also still going to do a Joker Harley movie, which has confirmed to have Jared Leto as the Joker, and Jared Leto is not going to be the Joker for Martin Scorsese's movie. There's a lot of good mixed in with some not so good. <laughs> I think, I think the the not so good uh, seems to be overtaking the the good. Until you decisions. consider the fact that you can simply disregard the Jared Leto one. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm just going to ignore it. I'm probably not going to watch it. Watch it turn I'm, out that's the good one. That would and be no hilarious. one sees it. Well, I mean, D that w that'll be DC's punishment for this kind of super confusing, just all over the place. Now eat your just desserts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if... If that one's the good one and it does poorly, it'll the only thing they can blame is their, uh, you know, schedules or whatever, the way they're trying to handle this extended universe or whatever they're calling it. Mm -hmm. Just like, I think they should commit to doing one or the other: either do the whole shared universe or make good standalone movies. Because so far, their best movies have been the ones that can be standalone. The ones that are in the DCEU, like, basically, Man of Steel and Wonder Woman, are the good ones. And it's because they don't have... They basically... They more or less... Like, Wonder Woman mostly doesn't have any connection to uh, the other movies. Except so, for Batman vs. Superman, where Wonder Woman shows up. 
No, I'm saying the movie Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the movie doesn't work without that <clears throat> one scene where she doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything in that movie, does she? I'm pretty no, she does. sure. No, she oh. does. Diana Prince does. Maybe not as Wonder Woman, but uh, when she, when her and Bruce are sneaking around Luthor's place. Uh, yeah, she talks I'm going to be about honest. Him. Most of that movie is just blackness in my memory <laughs> it's just the void it, and it wasn't replaced with the void the void was added as the movie played speaking of the void there's a dlc coming out for dishonored 2 what does that have to do with the void i got I there's, played there's dishonored. a it's not a spoiler in dishonored there's like a void realm oh okay that's that dlc is supposed to actually be kind of a big deal like and they're saying it finishes the Dishonored story. I'm going to have to buy it then, because like, I don't know how it ends. I <laughs> yeah, played the first and, two games. And in, in an interview, they were saying like uh, the writers basically cut loose and were just... It wasn't going to be a DLC where it's like, okay, this is going to be like a side story. They're saying, like, no, we're like definitive, v- Good definitively job. going to make like changes in the universe and stuff. And they were also saying earlier that if they made a Dishonored 3, it would have nothing to do with the existing characters and even be based in a different location. So, who knows? Maybe the apocalypse is going to happen in that universe. Has that happened very often? Where you Apocalypses have, like... or... <laughs> oh, man, happen every other day. Every other weekend. It's just often as thunderstorms. The world's <laughs> ending. Um, I meant, like, you take, like, a fantasy universe that isn't apocalyptic... And then you add an apocalypse, like a good ways through. Like, it was already established as, you know, like a sci-fi or fantasy universe. Mm-hmm. But now it's ending. How often does oh. that happen? That's not that common. I almost yeah. feel like, because maybe that could be seen as a, a jumping the shark moment. Or just, you know, an ending. I feel like uh, the His Dark Materials trilogy had something like that in it but it's been so long since i read them which that's the golden compass the subtle knife and the amber spyglass okay yeah those are pretty good and i remember gonna have a big like it was gonna be like a big movie franchise and then until they supposedly wasn't good yeah it was same thing with aragon oh (laughs) thanks for putting salt on that old wound (laughs) I that love that book. I wasn't putting salt on it. That was just uncovering it. That, that was opening it up again. That's pulling the scab off and realizing uh, it hasn't healed. Uh, uh, after this long, it hasn't healed. I'm sorry, Jan. I'm sorry you were hurt. I. That was the first time I realized that the, that Hollywood could disappoint me. Oh, really? That was the first time? Uh, was that it, bef- wait, was that before or after Spider-Man 3? Because I think Spider-Man Three think was the moment was the moment where I was like, "Yo, that was trash." I'm gonna um, have to check now. Let's see. Also, I, I actually didn't dislike uh, Batman Forever or Batman and Robin when they came out. Like when they when I was a kid, I didn't mind them. So, I think I feel like it was Spider-Man Three where I was like, "Okay, Aragon that came sucked. out like a year before Spider-Man 3. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had right around that time then we uh, the knowledge was was gained that uh nothing is actually good and everything will turn out poorly. Anyway, uh on that note, <laughs> Bad Boys 3 might never happen. Oh, I'm so glad you set me up. 
I set you up? To be sad again. Oh, sorry. This is a depressing episode for me. All right. Well, let's... Yeah. Uh, Martin Lawrence was saying, like, uh, it's probably not gonna. I can't do this. I, I'm too busy making Black Knight 2. <laughs> hey, wait. I wouldn't be against that if I, that was happening. You know what? Screw it. I'd be entertained by that. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't done anything in a bit, though. I'm sure he. I'm sure he'd love to. <laughs> the second one, gosh, it's it's weird that a third one didn't happen right after the second one because the second one was, it was pretty big, wasn't it? Was it was a big deal, yeah. from what I recall. Like I remember when it, it came even got out, referenced like, in Hot Fuzz. It was not only referenced, but almost like, like the two movies that they really directly parody in Hot Fuzz is Bad Boys Two and Point Break. Like those two, they were like, these are the ones that were, were the, that this is a send up to, and yeah, B- Bad Boys Two, like that was when Michael Bay hit the perfect balance of, yeah, this isn't a good film, but this is a phenomenal movie, <laughs> like this is just a great time, and yeah, I I could have sworn it like did pretty well. Mm. Frustrating. Yeah, here's mm. some good news. Oh, or, please. Well, it's very minor and it's unconfirmed, but uh, for Deadpool two, Deadpool two, uh, Juggernaut might be showing up in it. Ooh, which, he's the Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> which could be turning into, uh, like that could be leading into Deadpool being a bigger part of the X Men movies in the future, supposedly. Hmm. Like I this guess is... it was a great time for them to, I guess, kind of kill off <clears throat> X Men movies with Logan. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Logan was worth killing off oh, a bunch definitely. of the X-Men but, movies. Like, is it... Is Logan... Okay, that takes place in I the can't future. Remember. I can't remember if uh, which canon Logan is. I can't remember if it's the one that is uh, the bad Days of Future Past timeline, or the good one, or if it's after Apocalypse... I'm I'm really not sure. I if would they slap that up. Deadpool in there after the events of Logan... That's yeah. gonna cause a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, Deadpool technically isn't a mutant, so maybe he wouldn't have been affected when right, uh, but when Xavier went all accidental genocide. The... <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Oh, spoilers. Also, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's. I don't think there is a PTSD greater than accidental genocide, <laughs> especially when. It... When it includes your friends and students. Yeah. And the whole time you've basically just been, like, the nicest guy. It's like, why did that happen to me? Why, why is that <laughs> Why couldn't Magneto fault? accidentally do that? <laughs> yeah. I could, you know, I could then continue to be frustrated with him. Ah, uh, curse nope. you, Sir Ian McKellen. Let's <laughs> 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 just stop the charade of it being a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Deadpool, it was like, is it McAvoy or Stewart? Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> and the joke was already made. But, yeah. And, I mean, I, I'd be happy to see a better Juggernaut. Not that I don't like the memes that came <laughs> from X3 Juggernaut. But I'd like to see, like, more... And if it's Deadpool, that means it might be more comic book accurate, so he might actually be huge. Well, that'd like, be interesting. Actually, Hulk sized. That would be really cool, with like the actual like big, big armor with the no neck. 
I mean, I'd, it'd be sweet, in my opinion. I, I'd be down. <clears throat> uh, let's see if I can find some other good news. I don't know if this is necessarily good news, uh-huh. but um, James Gunn was saying, I think he's, let's see, what, what were his actual words? Because the headline's kind of confusing. Uh, oh, okay, he said, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will take place after the next two Avengers movies. And will set up the next 10, 20 years of Marvel movies. So I guess that would mean Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would set up That means they have movies planned out until we're about 40 or 50 years old. Yeah, and that's where it's like, uh, it's too far away to me, too far away for me to even care. But that would mean, what I'm wondering is, does that mean Guardians 3 would set up phase 4? Because we're finishing phase three right now, right? Like, um, let's see, phase two is oh, man, Civil War. Yeah, yeah, phase two. No, no, wait. Phase two is finished with Ant Man. Phase three started with Civil War, and I'm thinking Civil War. I'm thinking. I'm. I'm thinking phase three goes to Avengers four, which is there's Infinity War. Yeah, it goes to Avengers 4. It includes Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, which I'm super psyched for, Black Panther, also super psyched for, Avengers Infinity Ward, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, and then Avengers 4. Okay. And then I'm guessing Guardians 3 will be right after that. That kind of says, if the first movie to start off a phase is going to be in space... Some crazy stuff might be happening at the end of Avengers 4. Earth might not be in the uh, best of states <laughs> after all that. That's already not looking so hot with all that's yeah. been through. Th- things don't look too great for the, the She ain't really man. in her prime no more. <laughs> this is funny. On uh, Rotten Tomatoes, like their, their number two biggest news of the week is there were some pictures shown of... Uh, some new ships in The Last Jedi. Oh. I guess I, I could probably share one of those. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Maybe share two of those. I mean, they look like Star Wars ships. They look like... Like, uh, like they look very practical. All right. Very industrial looking. They're Empire ships, it looks like. But yeah. I, you know, that's a thing. You what know else what is else here? is current event? I love current events. The, the, the professional... Tussle matchup. <laughs> the professional tussle matchup. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, Mayweather and McGregor, which basically went how everyone thought it was going to go, but it was entertaining yeah, while it was doing it. To say the least. However, since this is not a boxing podcast, yet. here, here, <laughs> yet. It, well, hey, might be a little prophetic there. Um, Besides people saying that this may have proven that, like, boxing is here to stay as a sport because it was so profitable and such a big deal. And, uh, like, some people were saying, I don't care about this fight, and this fight is taking attention out of the next big one coming up, which I think you and Dallas had talked about. Possibly. Yeah, it was like, I don't know if it's a championship or something, but people were saying it was taking attention away from that. But now, it actually looks like that fight is going to be a much bigger deal more mainstream because so many people got yeah. into this one. Suddenly people are into boxing again. Yeah. 
I'm going to so, be honest. I didn't really follow <laughs> professional boxing, but I was excited for this. Yeah, I was excited for it too. But here's here's another thing. Um, <laughs> Conor McGregor lost, but he made more what? money from that one fight than the entire American box office this weekend. Whew. This Which was he made seventy five million dollars. The the entire box office this <clears throat> weekend was you know here ha- ha- hang oh, hang on where's I'm, the number I'm hanging on. Only $45 million. Wow. And well, that is did the anything lowest... come out, too? Well, here's the thing. A, a whole bunch of things happened. First of all, nothing really interesting or new came out. I think the headliner was the Hitman's Bodyguard, which oh. that, that, that seems like... I've heard it's fun. Yeah, but that's not, you know, that's not a, a huge thing. That's not uh, camping out to see it at midnight. Exactly. <clears throat> and it it did pretty well regardless but uh what else was there Annabelle Creation which I've heard is terrible Leap which is like a budget animated film Wind River no nothing about it Logan Lucky I think looks great and I want to see it but that's not going to put up very big numbers in fact like Spider-Man Homecoming was still in the top 10 mm. that was a while ago um but you know adding on top of that the fight was what people were watching and like the most talked about movie in social media was death note which is a netflix film so all of these all of these things coming at the box office at once and uh it made it the single least profitable weekend that american cinema has had since (laughs) 9-11 wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the theaters the theaters uh were basically going just went through a tragedy Jesus Christo <laughs> yeah uh yeah worst performance in 16 years so yeah all that stuff at once that was a that was a deadly cocktail it was a perfect storm like the uh-huh. one going through Texas right now oh man yeah that blows literally <laughs> It's pretty cool though. There was a, I think there's a, a group called the Cajun Navy, and they're all like shipping up there to go help the flood victims or whatever. Let me see if I can find well, that article. That's nice of them. In the meantime, but yeah, uh, who are who is the Cajun Navy? I don't know if that's like an official navy, or, oh no, it's like it's a flood relief group. Hmm. Let's see. Well, good for them. Cajun they Navy set sail to rescue trapped by. Louisiana flooding that was uh, on the fifteenth, and now they're shipping up to Texas. They're like uh, rescue mercenaries. Oh, dude. Okay, this is just going right off of that topic and right back to movies. But right. the first screenings for it are showing like overwhelmingly positive response. Ooh. Like some people are saying it is like up there with some of the best Stephen King adaptations. Like they're putting it up there with stand by me and Shawshank Redemption and like the seventies version of Carrie. Like people are saying, nah, like it's the real deal. Ooh, let's see. um, I wasn't sure if I was going to see it, but now I might have to. 
A carnival funhouse of a film. Loud, scary, funny, and best of all, it has heart. Man, that's the cliche right there. That's what you want. That's, that's like a review from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. That's, how you, that's, that's a, uh, uh, an Ebert review of a Scorsese film. That's, that's <laughs> what you want to hear. I'm really excited for that. It looks so good. Like, yeah, I now been, I am. I haven't been excited for a horror film in so long. It's just so long have I not been excited. <laughs> But this looks good. What else? I think that's that's most of what's the, been going on the, in movies, at least. I think the fight kind of uh, took from yeah, the that, news as well as their numbers. Uh huh. Um, my dad was saying that what was going to happen was McGregor was going to get tired. Yeah, and that's uh, basically what happened. Pretty but, much everyone expected if he doesn't knock out Mayweather in the first yeah. few rounds, he's not going to stand a chance. Yeah, because I mean that's how Mayweather's fights go. Mayweather just—he's so defensive that you just get tired. He. This is not anything racial, but as McGregor said, he made Mayweather fight like a Mexican. What? He's. What did he mean by that? I haven't heard this it, quote. Mexicans are known for fighting like very aggressively and throwing lots of punches. Oh, okay. And so when he yeah, when, uh, was, the match was, was over, yeah, McGregor said he fought like a Mexican tonight. Yeah, the, it, he he was being uncharacteristically aggressive, which was fun to see. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's. People were expecting that this was going to be the fight that killed boxing officially. Because on one hand, if McGregor won, it's like MMA beat boxing. If right. Mayweather wins, once again, boxing's, boxing's biggest villain wins. And, <laughs> and the, the reason he's the villain is because he's boring. But he wasn't boring. So what actually happened was apparently, like, best case scenario, not only, does, uh, not only did the boxer win... But it was actually a, an entertaining fight. So. The only thing that could have made it better was if it was a KO rather than a TKO. Yeah, yeah, a knockout would have been an. It would have been the, a great way to have ended it. Yeah, it, it, and it would have been the the gif of the year. Mm, shared the, all over the place. <laughs> the memes would flow deep. <laughs> oh yeah, they're already flowing deep. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the one? You know that uh, that novel that hillary wrote the what yeah. happened <laughs> it's like <laughs> it was uh but conor mcgregor what the fuck happened <laughs> but yeah it's it's good the memes are healthy regardless the memes and the sport have have been healthy <clears throat> oh um, man you know what sucks what's uh, that the, the bruce lee movie birth of the dragon oh I apparently it's, it's awful. terrible yeah and it's like apparently it's hardly about him at all like is it's supposed to be like I don't think it's supposed to be a biopic like it's not about it's not supposed to be about his whole life it's supposedly but, about the events that lead up to a fight he has with I don't remember the name right now but some guy yeah. his name's not some guy and you're <laughs> racist for thinking that <laughs> but yeah apparently like uh, some of the re reviews I was seeing were saying it's like it's hardly about him at all also this poster. I'm gonna have to put this post in the video. It's a bad poster. Like it, it it's very boring. It's, it looks very bland. Apparently, um, that sums up the movie pretty well. 
Yeah, I, I think what made me excited about the movie was just the press release that described it. I hadn't actually seen any trailers, but this Man, doesn't actually look that good. I saw a trailer for it at the gym, and I was like, what's this? A kung fu movie? And oh, then yeah. it was like about Bruce Lee, and I was like, oh, that's one of my favorite kung fu guys. And I was <laughs> one super of excited. everyone's favorites. And then I see Critical review it. <laughs> Oh, and, did he review it? Yeah. I haven't seen that my, one yet. He, spoiler alert, but on the moisture meter, it got a 5%. Oh my gosh. I like how brutal he is, surprisingly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that 5, he means that 5. Yeah, apparently he thinks the casting was perfect, but literally <clears throat> everything else was awful. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. I hate it when there's good casting and then the movie sucks. Because that means it had potential. Yep, yep. Man, it is the worst when a movie has potential and then doesn't let it live up to it. That like just... Aragon. <laughs> Did Aragon have pot- Well, I guess the I was source excited material, for it. Yeah. The book was... I thought the book was great and people were talking about it and they were like, oh, this is going to be a huge movie. There's going to be a whole movie series following the books. And I was Did... like, yeah, yeah, I finally get to have friends. And I thought people talking about the same things I was interested in was friends. Uh, I mean, well, what do we do? <laughs> Friend. What? Friend. Is this too real? <laughs> Friend. <laughs> <clears throat> well, and I th- I heard it was, like, super compressed. Like, they tried to do too much of it in one movie. Which means they cut out a bunch of stuff. The game was fun, because it had co-op. Oh, <gasps> cool. I don't Ooh. think it has online co-op, but <laughs> I, I bet it, it got couch co-op, and I'm pretty sure I still got the DVD. I'm willing oh, to bet dude. money it will not run on the Xbox One. Probably not. Wait, the game was on the DVD? No, I have the disc of the game for Xbox 360. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's it's probably not supported. <laughs> we could, honestly, we could probably find a 360 my, from someone. My or, parents or, have one they use as a DVD player. Yeah, we we could maybe make that happen someday. Hmm. Keep your eyes out. Coming fall of twenty twenty two. Pop your eyes out. <laughs> Go blind for this. Go blind for Aragon playthrough. <laughs> Biggest video of twenty seventeen. This we is the Aragon playthrough of the century. <laughs> Whoa, Jan. I'm detecting an untapped market. I think we better jump in on this. <laughs> we better get it while the getting's good. Yeah, bef- you know, before someone someone actually popular and entertaining tries to do it first. Could happen. It could happen. It could, and that worries me. <laughs> Everything worries me. Anyway, speaking of compressed things, uh, did Come you on. actually... <laughs> did you get to watch Death Note? Oh, I did not. Oh, uh, okay. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, I'll, I'll give my I'll give my my quick thoughts on it. Uh, I won't. I mean, you've seen the original, but I haven't. So Ooh. I don't know if there are changes. That <laughs> so we've each seen one. Be, yeah, <laughs> boy, what a conversation this will be. <laughs> uh, I intend to watch the original now because, so, shockingly, this movie made me want to watch the original. Um. I don't think it's as bad as people are saying it is. And what a lot of people are focusing in on is not the right thing to criticize. A lot of people are saying, like, okay, if, you're, if your problem with this movie is that 
Light is a white guy and L is a black guy. Did you like the original because they were Asians? Like, yes. was that the reason you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you got you got my respect then. <laughs> you can use. That I don't know if that's racist then. or not. <laughs> uh, probably. Let's move on. Um, but if if your main criticisms is that their races are different, then I don't think. I don't think you have a very good grasp on what was good about the original, which a lot of people seem to like, so I'm assuming it's good. Um, it is. But, Willem Dafoe is excellent. Unfortunately, there's not as much of him as I would have liked. He's, oh. e- he's easily the best actor in the movie. The guy that plays Light isn't bad. Uh, I think a lot of people have a problem with his character being so reactionary, though. Like... Uh, from what I understand, the original Light is very much like he, he he's the one wanting to be the kind of holy Avenger vigilante oh, yeah. guy. Oh yeah. In in the movie, it almost seems like Light is pushed into doing the things he does, or has to react. Is it a movie or a miniseries? It's a movie, and it's a short movie. Oh, like it's. And it's very compressed, and it almost seems like to get his development, they had to have things happening that he had to react to to kind of accelerate his his motivation. It's like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm in danger, or um, my someone I know is in danger, so I have to do this. Ah, uh, in and, in the anime, he's the one setting these gear, many of these gears in motion. Yeah, and unfortunately i'm not sure if they could have had the time to do that and still do the rest of the movie like there is no issue with pacing if okay i should say there's no issue with slow pacing the movie's not slow it's extremely fast and it is it's not like boring like it doesn't stay anywhere for too long which i like i prefer those movies but you can tell that they were taking the entire like uh is it the first part of the manga anime like from what i understand there's one point in the manga where like people say just don't even bother with it like it just it kind of jumps the shark and gets bad it doesn't Mm -hmm. get to that point from what i'm seeing probably not it only takes the good stuff Uh, i don't think it'd be long enough to get that far yeah well and but I think maybe to address some of people's complaints, I think this could have been better as a mini series. Like if they would have had more than just like seventy-two minutes, because I think it's it's like a seventy-two minute-ish film. Like wow, I think barely it could have, over an hour. Yeah, I, I think it could have been better if it was, uh, you know, three or four hour-long episodes of a mini series, mm-hmm. like. Because you, you would have had the time. Because you can tell they're taking like the entire like the entirety of the good stuff that everyone likes, and they're cramming it into one movie, which that can often go much worse than it did. I think, but I don't think it, I don't think the way they handled it was the best. But I like I think I already said this. I would give the movie about a seven, seven out of ten. That's not bad, especially on your score. Yeah, like I, I entertained. I was entertained. I liked it, and I liked the actors, despite not recognizing basically all of them, but 
Willem Dafoe, and uh, the guy that plays Light's dad. I'm actually not sure what else I've seen him in, but I have seen him before. And he was a good actor. He actually has some pretty good scenes. Um, hmm. his, I don't remember his dad being in it very much. Oh, hmm. wait. No, I remember now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil too much from the movie, especially if the movie ends up spoiling the anime in a few ways. But I, I think I could recommend the movie as <sighs> definitely not a replacement for the anime, just because I think that's silly to begin with. I don't, I don't think you can replace an entire show with one movie. But I think I could recommend it just as, you know, just, just, it's a fun watch. It's nothing too crazy, nothing too deep. Are you trying to make faces just to derail me? <laughs> Is that the goal? <laughs> no, I accidentally clicked on my face and it, uh, it made it full screen so I had to see what I could do. <laughs> oh, okay. I still have the gift. <clears throat> um, anyway, yeah, uh, I'd give it a 7 out of, seven out of 10 just because it, it wasn't boring, it wasn't slow, and I was entertained. Uh, I didn't find anything cringy. There's a part early on where Light starts freaking out about something. Like, he, I think it's when he first sees Ryuk. And he's, like, actually having a screaming freak to out. To be fair. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be funny, I'm pretty sure. Because his reaction is so hysteric. And he's, like, he, he he's, like, having a breakdown. But that's the only part where it was like, oh, I'm not sure if this is supposed to be that funny. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say it was supposed to be funny. There's actually some good humor, most of it coming from Ryuk. Um, and the kills are pretty good. Kills aren't bad. I kind of wish you had seen more of them. Oh, uh, watch the anime then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you, get, you get plenty of kills. I'm gonna. But, uh... Like, the first one is pretty good. It's It's got a very Final Destination feel to the way the kills are executed. Like, there's a lot of fast, like, zooms and fast cuts. And there's a lot of motion with how they happen. So, that's, that's a good time. A couple of them happen off-screen, though, and I, I don't think that was for the best. It was already rated R, and the first kill is pretty brutal. So it's like, why is it happening off-screen? Almost seemed um, like a budget Maybe a issue. budget, yeah. Yeah, because the they movie... already have to pay Willem Dafoe, turn him. Well, making him look like a demon can't be too difficult. But... <laughs> it wasn't. He still looks like Willem Dafoe while make looking him smile. like that guy. <laughs> yeah, that is... make him uncomfortably that smile. That haunted me in from Spider-Man One. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, which scene is it in Spider-Man One where he? Uh, is it when he first transforms, where he has like that big, freaky smile when he goes to kill that guy? Ooh, I think it is. Yeah. Or uh, when he kidnaps Peter's uh, aunt, and he's got yeah, that, yeah. Hey, finish it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Willem Dafoe's great, and he's good in that movie. Anyway, I think I've probably said all that I need to say about it. And that's you know all what? I have to say about that. I would really like uh, to hear your thoughts on it. If you watch it, since you actually have seen the anime. Sure. Well, since you've rated the movie a 7 out of 10, I'm going to go ahead and rate the anime an 8 out of 10. <laughs> well, it's at least one point better. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that already, and the manga is a 9 out of 10. <laughs> it's just, it just, it, that's how it works. Manga uh, is at this point, 
the anime goes at best can only go down or it can only be one point below then the movie's another point below that yeah the movie can't be as good as the show and the show can't be as good as the original material right you know what i will say though this actually looks good for the future of manga adaptations because this did pretty well for netflix like this was pretty dang popular uh it's got a 40 on rotten tomatoes but honestly compare that to i don't know dragon ball evolution (laughs) (laughs) uh probably one of the better manga or anime adaptations that hollywood has done i want a one punch man adaptation oh dude i actually if okay I think I feel like One Punch Man would need a Marvel budget to uh, be yeah. able to. Also, I'm thinking that because I've been binging it, I'm like almost done with. I guess all of it. Isn't there only one season? There's one season, but there's more. There's supposedly more coming. It's just taking a while because the show has kind of a big budget. That's fine. Make it good. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm fine with waiting. Um, I'm saving myself. Have, uh, <laughs> kind of a tangent. But have you gotten to the point in the show where they show where you like learn the names of all the top heroes? Uh, I, I know you've learned the names of some of them. Oh, okay. Well, just they in case just you haven't... showed the ghost girl or whatever. Okay, you, you're you're probably she not hasn't to like the point. done anything yet. You're probably not to the point that I'm thinking of then, so I won't spoil it. But uh, th- uh, there's still in the manga heroes we haven't met yet from the list that you get the names for so it's it's the long con is what it is it's gonna take a bit but anyway talking about the manga adaptations the apparently the jojo live action movie was really good (laughs) which is i mean japan hasn't had very much luck with these live action adaptations either like attack on titan was gonna be the next big thing and like the effects looked really good and then it turned out oh here's a romantic subplot to derail of everything of course that, a romantic subplot that doesn't exist in any of the source material <laughs> and is just bad but yeah anyway not like amazing but things seem to be getting seems to be getting better in terms of that well, let's see good. what else is we going to talk oh uh have you watched the defenders i have watched the first episode wow Jan. i've been <laughs> talk busy about, talk about letting us down <laughs> i know yeah i i Did, ended up being a bit busier than expected past that's few okay. days i mean at, at least you just look bad i mean you looking bad doesn't affect me as much as as much as it as it could so oh, that's okay uh, you already look bad for the defenders, for the def- <laughs> good one, <laughs> devastating. Um, for the defenders, I really liked it. It redeemed Danny Rand for me, which I'm maybe, waiting for. Maybe didn't, <laughs> yeah. Bated breath. Maybe didn't redeem Finn Jones for me. I still think he was miscast. Uh, I haven't seen anything to change my mind on that. But he was written and directed way better than he was in Iron Fist. Uh, And the other three were great, as usual, as their characters. But the interactions, like, we... Before this, we had, uh... You had Jessica Jones and Luke Cage interacting. But this one, with all four of them, it's... 
they 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 bounce off of each other really well. It's a very pleasant surprise. What with all the uh, the lead in to this, because like <clears throat> with the I think I had more confidence in the Avengers, even though it was kind of unprecedented. That whole you know the, the the big crossover thing and all these actors interacting with each other. I, I I don't think I even would have cared if it had gone as smoothly as it did. Just the fact that they were going to be on screen at the same time made mm-hmm. me excited. And I knew I was going to like it. The Defenders. I didn't really know much about the showrunner going in, uh, and Iron Fist had kind of clipped my confidence a little bit in what was happening. Can't imagine why. <laughs> but oh yeah, it's uh it's very satisfying. Their, their chemistry is really good. The four of them, and Jessica Jones has good chemistry with everyone in that show. Like, she, she is satisfyingly the odd one out in a lot of situations, and I like how she points it out. Like, I think at one point she says, "Am I the only one that doesn't know karate?" <laughs> and she's uh, she's like the only one that fights with literally no technique whatsoever, but she can just punch people through walls. It's always good to have that person around to 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 ground all of the kung fu people. And I guess and Danny Rand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's a good way to end it. Um I will say pretty unexpected twist happens in the defenders. Oh, all right. I won't say what it is, but I was surprised and I was like, oh, "All right, I didn't see that coming." And I liked where it was going. It's good. Not the first I can't time I've heard that. I can't wait for the Punisher. Super hyped for oh, the Punisher. Oh, yes. They Just released it, a little teaser of like yeah. 10 seconds oh. of him destroying some flooring. <laughs> it's some John Wick moments is what it was. Oh, yeah. I finally watched John Wick 2. Two. Oh, do you want to talk about that? Um. Okay. I, I Definitely set up it. for a third movie. Yes. Uh, I think... I think while that movie was winding down, or I should say winding up, but it was the ending, <laughs> when it when it was like, oh man, the third movie is going to be amazing, just from it's, the premise alone. It's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, it's and they said it's going to be the end, so it's going to be like, this universe, this, this whole like, uh, all this lore they've created with like the assassins and... Uh, you know, the, being like this, this kind of uh, fraternity and stuff. They all gonna die <laughs> in the third movie, like for sure. But yeah, um, it felt way bigger than the first one did. Yeah, the... in terms of universe. Yeah, and the sh- the shootouts that he had with Common. I can't remember the character's name, but Common, the actor, like. When they're when they're walking down the hallway and like Common is up on the second floor, uh, to his left, and they've got like pillars passing between them, and oh, they're right. trying to like shoot at each other with silencers without like drawing <laughs> attention to themselves. That was cool and hilarious, man. Uh, and the, just a little cheesy, but yeah, in a good way. John Wick has the perfect amount of cheese. <clears throat> um, was it uh, was it at a concert where one of the like longest like yes choreographed shots happens it was a concert at like some ruins or something yeah the choreography was just like it reminded me of the nightclub scene but it was like just just tenfold the (laughs) the complexity and like the amount of people that were trying to kill him and uh is this the first time that 
Keanu Reeves and Sam Fisher have been in a movie together since The Matrix? Um, did you just say Sam Fisher? Like, from Splinter Cell? Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. I got the fish part. That's the important part. The fish part's the most important part. <laughs> uh, uh, wow, yeah. I, that didn't even register. I, I, I was like, all right, I'm pretty sure there's fish in the name. This is the only one that's coming up right now. It's got to be right. Um, no, but to answer your question, I think it was. I think that was the first time uh, they had starred in the same movie together since The Matrix Revolution. And I, I liked that little extra bit of... The second movie is very lore-heavy. Like, the first one was had a surprising amount of lore for what seemed like, you know, just a one-off revenge mm-hmm. movie. It was like, oh, there's actually a universe here to go along with this. Yeah, being someone one put of some the... time into this. Yeah, uh, it, it's not just a very well directed and well choreographed action movie. It's uh, it's it's got, a movie. Got, yeah, it's it's got some stuff going on, some stuff under the layers. You could you peel back some layers, and the second one had way more. Like borderline feels like it's going into sci-fi, not like technology, but like. This kind of super assassin conspiracy conspiracy almost feels like modern fantasy. It's like wanted. It actually, yeah, it, it feels a lot like wanted, but without the uh, the bullet curving. And, <laughs> Which uh, wasn't even in the comic, I don't think. I don't remember <laughs> that being. The comic's very different. First off, yeah, but that's what I've heard. The bullet curving is like a huge thing in the movie, and they don't even. It was the thing in yeah, the movie. Yeah, it's the. Like, this is what's different about this movie, guys. Curve the bullet. That was a meme in high school. <laughs> like, uh, I I remember like talking to my friends and like when we would go see movies and stuff, and when we would play video games, and it's like, ah, oh, he's not gonna make that shot. Gotta curve the bullet. Just gotta swing his arm while he's shooting. You know, I enjoyed that movie. And I, I want to watch it again it. sometime. Yeah, I do too, actually. It wasn't that good. We could we <laughs> could make a movie night out of it. Yeah. Just popcorn. It, it was McAvoy being extremely angry <laughs> for an entire movie. It was McAvoy that, trying to be in Fight Club. <laughs> More or less. Um, that, that scene where he's running through, what was it, the textile factory? And he's just killing everyone. He, like, <laughs> takes an assault rifle and, like, shoves it through a guy's head while he's shooting <laughs> through it. And then uses that guy's body as cover. <laughs> and he's in a full sprint the whole time. That movie is out of control. If you haven't seen that movie, it's a good time. I'm not going to say it's great. It's, it's also got Morgan time. Freeman in it. It does, yeah. Also, it has a pretty cool line at the end. It's almost cringy over the top, but I thought it was pretty cool when it happened. <clears throat> the movie had earned that cheesy line at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were we talking? We were talking about John Wick too. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. that's kind of old news. We can move on if you want. <laughs> Let's go back like, to Wanted. That's relevant. <laughs> I meant like we're gonna move. Maybe we can get on to something more topical. But if you have anything else, any more you want to say about John Wick too? I don't. know. Uh, that's good. Has, does that have confirmed shooting dates yet? I feel like I'd seen something that it was like they were gonna. They were jumping right back into it. Not that I get... know of. Okay, well, 
They said it's definitely confirmed. Like, it's going to happen. They're making it. And, uh... I really need to see Atomic Blonde. Because I've heard oh, that while Atomic Blonde yeah, is nowhere too. near the, uh... The universe that John Wick is. Like, apparently there isn't much of a universe. It seems very thin. Uh, the action and the fight choreography is fantastic and absolutely on par with it. And, like... That's some all of, I need. Some of the, uh... Some of the set pieces feel a little more I don't want to say creative a little diverse a little more diverse yeah like like the um, basically a John Wick action scene is John Wick is outnumbered until he isn't <laughs> like <laughs> until and, John Wick is the only number <laughs> yeah and, and it's him very efficiently and coldly dispatching everyone <laughs> with like startling accuracy apparently this movie it has a little more fun like a, a few more little crazy things happen in the action scenes but i was thinking if it's that good if there could be a crossover movie Ooh. because atomic blonde could just adopt john wick's universe since it doesn't it doesn't seem to have much of a universe to to speak of mm-hmm. It could almost be like, okay, well, let's just situate this character in this universe. And so we can have some we're fun gonna, here. We're gonna call it Atomic Wick, Atomic Wick, or Blonde John. Blonde John actually sounds really cool. That's actually <laughs> a cool name. Like, if I if I saw that graphic novel, I would pick that thing up. So that sounds like a good time. Starring Keanu like... Reeves and sure. <clears throat> oh, my mouth just rebelled <laughs> completely. Charlize Theron. There we go. <clears throat> Um, Blonde John almost sounds like a 70s, like a, a cool 70s cop cop action film. Or a porno. <laughs> yeah, Back yeah. then, it could go either way pretty easily. Yeah, both of those. <laughs> um, well, I mean, anything else you want to talk about? I got um, some stuff I can move on to. It's games related. We can move on sure. to games let's, stuff. Let's talk about some games. All right. Not much happening in games. All right, uh, good talk. <clears throat> Gamescom happened, and uh, it was basically what it normally is, where it's uh, the E3 epilogue, basically. <clears throat> they showed uh, Krillin and Piccolo and Android 16 and 18 for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and out of all of them, Android 16 looks the coolest. He's the red mohawk guy. Oh, I recall. Yeah, he actually looks really cool to play. He's got a suicide move. That kills everyone. One hit. No matter what. If it hits, they die. And, and you know, the, the thing where it's got his head, or the meme where his head's sitting on the ground and he's smiling. <laughs> I hope in some way that makes it into that game. <laughs> like, That'd you get nice. to look at that face after he takes you out. Um, they showed a Fist of the North Star game, which is extremely unexpected, because that anime is old at this point. I don't know if a lot of people realize how old that is. That was like um, an anime made because the guy liked Mad Max. Like He's <laughs> like, hey, that was cool when that was the new thing. Uh, I'll make a manga for that. Uh, but that game looks... It actually looks really good. Uh, most of these, like... Most, most anime games like that, they get like kind of a budget company. Like just some... Some, like, you know, B-tier Japanese studio to take a bunch of scenes from the show, make them in a cutscene, and give you some quick-time events or something. And mm-hmm. that's how the Fist of the North Star games have been so far. 
but this one is being made by the developer that made the Yakuza games, which are... Those are pretty good? Yeah, I've only heard good things about the Yakuza games, and they're apparently, like, really going all out for this one. Like, this isn't being given to their B team. They actually have uh, a Yakuza spinoff game that's coming out, and I think that's their B team, and the A team is actually on this one. Like, this is the one they're uh, making sure is the goodest now, watching the trailer for uh, Fist of the North Star is giving me a kind of JoJo vibe. Yeah, uh, it definitely inspired JoJo, Fist of the North Star did. Especially, I mean, it's funny, you can you can see that there's a little bit of Mad Max in Jonathan Joestar's outfit, what with the shoulder pads and like all that. Mm-hmm. He was inspired by Ken from Fist of the, Fist of the, North, Fist of the North Star. Who was inspired by a combination of Mel Gibson and Bruce Lee? And let me tell you, that is one murderous maniac right there. <laughs> you combine those two, uh, people go and die. He's going. He's gonna have a meme where it's him saying, "You're already dead." My dog apparently like grabbed a ball of lint and just started eating it, and then immediately grabbed a toy so that it, he could cover up the fact that he was doing something like that. <laughs> oh. He's becoming clever. He's becoming self-aware. Oh, we're going to have to shut him down. Leo's an AI, right? I hope so. Okay. (laughs) Oh, speaking of dogs, I got a new dog. Oh, yeah. How's that? His name is Asher, and he's a Weimaraner, which, boy. It's a weird sounding thing to say. That was something I had to look up how to spell. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, it's a German hunting dog. All right. And uh, he is... Very large, very strong, and very excited to see you. So there's a lot of training going to need to be happening so he's not body slamming everyone that he's like, new person! Or just put a luchador mask on him. Oh my god! Okay, now I'm doing that. Now that's that's, that's what we're doing. Forget the training. I'm going to let him cut loose. Let him be the doggo he was meant to be. (laughs) Let him achieve his destiny. Um... Anyway, more gaming news. This isn't Gamescom related. Honestly, not a lot of stuff at Gamescom was that interesting. So, not a lot to talk about. But, um... Uh, PlayerUnknown Battlegrounds... Oh, yeah. Temporarily, or I guess briefly, surpassed Dota 2's player number today. I guess we're gonna have to play it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I've never played Dota 2. It's not True, my kind of game. but like a battle but, royale game seems yeah. like it might be up our alley. Uh-huh. I, I like the idea that all progression resets after each each match. Like, every time the match is starting, everyone is on an even playing field again. Yeah, like, that's cool. That's a hype feeling to make you, like, just go right back into it. It's like, ah, well, I just, I just had bad luck that time. Pro- probably have better chances this time but i'm excited for that to come to the xbox one and i've only seen overwhelmingly positive things about that port that being said i'm not entirely sure if the demo they showed for the xbox one version at gamescom was running on xbox one hardware or xbox one x hardware because hmm. that could be that could be a huge deciding factor if you if it comes out on the regular xbox one and it's you know, 15 frames per second. That'll that'll paint a, a much a much more dire picture. 
All right, we should probably wrap this up because a laundry machine's going off. Oh. People can probably hear that in the background. Are we going to have a shorter episode then? All right. We're we're almost at an hour. Okay, I'll blaze through this real quick. Well, we normally do an hour 20. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 could be coming to Nintendo Switch. However, (laughs) it's the recently announced Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Oh, boy. Which is a mobile, like, chibi game based in the same... It's, it says it splits Final Fantasy XV's main story into ten separate episodes, which are going to be downloaded separately. Oh, man. Such a great version <laughs> of what was supposedly a pretty good game. Thank you, and Squeenix. It's it's one thing to be, like, uh, a chibi style. Like, that's, that's the whole, like, Funko Pop look. You know, big head, stuff like that. This is not quite that, and it's viciously ugly. Ooh. For not being the generic chibi look, it's they have these really strange proportions where they've got massive foreheads and tiny little faces that occupy the very bottom of their chins. It's <laughs> somewhat disturbing. It almost looks like those uh, Gordon Ramsay memes where they take his whole face, put it at the bottom of his head, and like extend his forehead <laughs> really far. It looks a little like that, and it don't look good. I I googled it and I see a picture and I can't tell if it's oh no that's real yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they mean it they mean that and uh people don't seem to be happy because the original rumor was that it was just coming to switch like the regular game was gonna come to the switch and they're like hey y'all gonna get a mobile game (laughs) like uh oh man like I, I give the Switch a hard time, but those 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 guys need to be thrown a bone. The people that paid all that money for that thing. Something good's gotta happen to them sometime. Yeah, <laughs> like with the Wii U. Jesus. Yeah, actually, exactly. Like the You're gonna Wii U. pick a fight, I'm gonna finish it. Put <laughs> you down. Call me Mayweather, because here I come. Uh, wait, were we fighting? I... N- I didn't think we were. <laughs> He's t- oh, <laughs> that sounded like you were you were wanted to fight. How how did you get that from that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing at the pocket edition's art style. <laughs> it seriously looks like one of those tiny face memes. It's so <laughs> ugly. <sighs> oh, uh, the Call of Duty World War II beta happened this weekend for people who pre-ordered and people who own a playstation 4 only, only those people only that intersection oh. which i am neither of them uh but i we de- i don't know if we'll be able to do it but i'm definitely going to get some videos of that once it comes to the xbox one i don't know if i'll try to get the private beta or i'll for wait or if i'll wait for the public beta but yeah i'll see what it's like i'm not super excited for it just because i think i'm kind of over historical stuff like, I tried to get into Battlefield 1 and get excited, but I I just couldn't... I, I couldn't make myself want to play it. Mm. And I think it's mostly because of the setting. Uh, if I play it, it'll probably be either a good while afterwards, or mm. if you and Dallas get really into the multiplayer, and I just yeah. tag along for the ride. 
I, I'm absolutely open to to loving it and like getting back into World War Two stuff again. Because I I used to be really into that. I think it was just something I moved on from. Doggy, doggy noises. Um, oh, my dog makes some angry noises right now. He is an anger doggo. Um, yeah, I mean, really not much in terms of video game news. Not a lot's happening. <laughs> F1 2017 came out. What's that? <laughs> it's just the official like Formula One race- racing game. Oh, good you know, for them. That's a big deal for everyone. It, this says a lot. This says a lot. Top upcoming games on GameSpot. The top two are expansions for games that came out <laughs> earlier this year. Expansions can be a big deal. Like yeah, no, Old absolutely. Blood and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's not, there's just not much going on right now. It's, this is, but this is the calm before the storm, you know, once late September and October and November hit, it's going to be, it's going to be chaos. These podcasts, yeah, these podcasts might turn into mostly gaming news for that, that period of time, but, uh, no more boxing news. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry guys. We were gonna, we were gonna really get into that. We were gonna turn this into a boxing channel, but uh, eh, eh, eh. We're far too lazy. Video games, yeah. Video games is easier. <clears throat> I think uh, Dark Tower might have been the biggest flop of this year. Just one little thing to leave the podcast on, which I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be good. Yeah. Trailers looked pretty cool. I guess I'll have to read the book then to know what the story's supposed to be. Yeah, apparently it was like nothing like it from what I'm hearing. Although, I want to see a compilation of all the reload moments. Apparently the movie has a lot of cool reloading scenes. Sounds like like a five fun minutes to burn at work. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, you know, absolutely worth the multi-million dollars that were dumped into that movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's pro- probably a good place to close it out. Do we do we have a way these that we end these? Uh, I can't remember. I think normally you beatbox while I freestyle rap. Oh, that explains why no one watches them. <laughs> <laughs> that is the reasoning. I actually think you're probably a better freestyle rapper than I am a beatboxer. And uh, boy, let that sink in. I don't know. You probably haven't heard me try to freestyle rap in a while. I haven't actually. Are you pretty good now? No. Oh, you got worse. Yep. <laughs> okay. The last I heard, you were doing all right, but I guess uh, your muse, who used to be Austin, is now out of your out of your immediate life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Austin. He won't hear this. He he's not gonna listen to this. Of course but not. Austin is in my heart. For those who listen that do know Austin, have him in your heart as well. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Have a oh. good night's sleep, Austin. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> uh, two more things Star Wars related. We Just because we haven't talked about it, hasn't been a current episode in a while, but Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Mm. Super excited for that. And, uh, uh, gosh, what's his name? The director for uh, the Han Solo film now. Huge. Major director. Uh, Martin Scorsese. It was Ron Howard. Yeah. Um, he, he 
showed an image for or he, he I guess shared an image of Donald Glover in like full Lando mode with the mustache mm-hmm. and everything because it's apparently his he just finished shooting like uh, Donald Glover is now done shooting on the movie so this movie's getting finished and it, it doesn't have a title but <laughs> supposedly Donald Glover was was great and uh, Ron Howard's well, actually no really excited about it yeah it's not it's not surprising when he does well but yeah I'm probably going to share that image alright cool well until next week, ho- hopefully something happens. I don't know. Maybe Jan will have watched The Defenders. Probably not. Maybe there will be another big boxing match. Oh, there is, though, isn't there? Oh, I don't know. Wait, isn't there one coming up pretty soon? Ah, it's not yeah, a boxing podcast. You'll, you'll know on the next podcast. If people get punched, I swear to God, we'll tell you about it. Don't worry. <laughs> you can count on us. It is one of our favorite things. Yeah, we'll... <laughs> Well, we'll we'll talk to you guys next time. I guess how do we end these? Uh, as awkwardly as possible. Must be, must be. Eat you drink your vegetables. The vitamin.